Good evening, folks, and welcome to J-Talk. J-Talk! Of course, we welcome our wonderful co-host, Mr. Situationship, Nick from the Nick Drop. Really? We're going to start that off? Oh, boy. Here we go. Mr. Situationship. Uh-huh. Well, why not? Right, just dive it. right into the content, right? Yeah, we just jump right into it right there. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, though? Really quick. Doing good, man. I'm doing really good. That's good to hear. Life's good. It's a good day at work. Good day after work. You know. Yeah. Good for you. It's good. How, how about you? How was your work day? Fun. That, that bad. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Much of a hesitation on, on a podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how to define it. Okay, let's just put it to you like that. <laughs> you're supposed to prep. You're supposed to prep those fake lines. Yeah. Oh man, it was fantastic. No, no, no. It, it has its ups and downs. How about there? You go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's fair. So, okay, man. Let's dive right in. This is a right. really interesting one. We've talked about this a little bit before on some of our yeah. previous episodes. But I, there was a question asked, and it, it really made me think about this, because we've talked about, okay, so situationship, there's relationship, there's exclusive, exclusivity. Um, what was the other one that I was... Um, there's casual hookup, committed relationship, you, you know, um, it's very interesting. So I was like, okay, this is kind of a interesting, because the question that was asked of me um, was, at what point does a relationship become exclusive? That's a great question. You know, I know the answer to it. Do you? Um, so do we want to look at, look at it, how I view it or how today's world views it? We're going to have to look at it all, all the ways. Right. How does the world today view it? How what does, is your op- opinion? I know what my opinion is. Right. So uh, for me, if you're in a relationship, you should be exclusive. Okay, so wait. The question was, when do you get into a committed relationship? When do you start exclusivity? Yes. When in the point of the meeting on meeting? Well, but if you're in a relationship and you have a person that you're going out with and they say that you're in a relationship... Does that mean you're exclusive? I don't know. I don't think, I, I don't know. That's not my definition of exclusivity. Okay. But see, that's, so, that's, no. the, but see, there are a lot of people when they hear relationship, they think exclusive. If you're just, been... if you're, if you're just dating, you're not in a relationship. You're just dating and then, or you're in a situationship. See, all that's very skewed for me. Okay. So let me give you let me give you some examples. I've been hanging out with my old buddies, right? And meet a bunch of people, and everybody's drinking and you know eating and drinking and partying, cutting up, and 
I've had women that I've known for years that are friends and they put their arm around me and go, you're my husband for tonight. Does that mean we're exclusive? No. Well, she just announced to the world. Right. That I'm her husband for the night. Right. Let's just get married for this weekend, Nick, and then we'll go back to normal people. You know, there's, I, I have a very distinct line of where the relationship goes from dating to exclusivity. Okay. And we'll get into that later on in the podcast, but we need to start, go through the process. How do we want to set up this layout? Okay. <clears throat> go in the grocery store and you meet somebody and you ask her for a phone number. She gives it to you. Right. Okay. No exclusivity, no commitment, right? You no. start texting, get to know one another. Go out, go out on a date. On a date. Go out on a date. Everything's going well. Right. Okay. You're just you dating. Exclusive? No, you're just dating. So, so you're just dating. Okay. So plan another date, right? Right. At what point do you stop talking to other people? Where's that line first? Okay. So that line is real easy for me because I, def- I define it. Yes, that's what that's why I'm saying we can't jump right to exclusivity. We got all these steps that we're missing. Right. Yes. So yeah. there there are people in this world that I want to go out on 10 or 15 dates with you and really get to know you before I stop seeing other people or talking or deleting my online account or whatever. Right. Right? Right. So in that case, after the first date, everything goes well, right? We do the the 3% man thing. We try not to seem too eager so we don't text them right away or do whatever, you know, that kind of stuff, right? So go through all that process. So you're texting for the next week, and you plan to go out the next weekend. Right. Are you still getting to know each other? Are you still in the dating process? Yes. I mean, there hasn't been any intimacy yet. Maybe a kiss goodnight, maybe a little bit of, you know, Playing around. You know, yeah, exactly. How, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so you still haven't made an exclusive. You haven't talked about commitment. You're just dating. Right. Okay. After that, are you still talking to other people? Some people, a lot of people do. Yeah. Because they're like, I don't know if this is my perfect. I don't know if that's the way this works. You know. Right. That's why it's called dating. on the first date. Yes. Sometimes on the first date, you go, bam, that's my perfect. Right. And in that case. In the way you do it, if it's a good first date, what do you do? I always kiss him at the end of the date. Seal the deal. Talk, yeah. Do you freeze your online account? Do you stop flirting with other women? I don't. When do, you, uh, when do you... So when during the dating process, is there an amount of dates that you have to go on before you start thinking about exclusivity? So for, okay, so for me, are you talking about in general? For you. For me. We're going to, I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll okay. go through the process and we'll talk about everybody else in the meantime and then we'll talk about mine. Right, right. For me, I think, um, well, I, I, I'm pretty much, I only date one woman anyway, just because I don't want right. to have to keep up with five different stories. But I've, right. I've been trying to, trying to, you know, at least talk to two women at the same time. You know, just to just to talk, even if we're not going out on a date. But if I go out on a date, I go out on a date. 
I let them know I'm just dating. It's not like it's a big deal or I don't say anything at all. It's just an assumed if you're going on a first date, there's a good chance you're maybe going out with somebody else too. Right. So, you know, let's just be honest. Um, but there's no intimacy there. So it's really, you know. Right. And it's funny you say that though. Um, yep. Because intimacy changes things for some people. But it doesn't for others, right? Well, it it could those it, either way or or you get see we're jumping ahead so fast and so far. I know. And you get back to the point of where do we find out when we decide it's a commitment, it's exclusivity. How do we go about that? Well, and and that's what different for uh, well, that's different for no, every so person. For you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for yeah. you, for me, I think it's. You know, it, it, it has to do with your reading your, okay, one, are your red flags? No. You know, orange flags or yellow flags, whatever, proceed with caution type thing. Yeah. Right. You know, um, you know, are they, you know, for me, there's a lot of things, a lot of factors I factor in. But generally, if I got a good feeling you know, and granted, my picker's not any better than yours. Um, so <laughs> let's just be honest. Let's so, not put mine on the bottom of the rung, though. Let's yeah, just, you know, I know. Let's, let's be sure of that. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, my picker's not any better than yours. I'm not saying yours is worse. I'm saying mine's down there with Neither you. Neither one of us are, yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. So, but, you know, the point is, is, you know, for me, Whenever I get to a point where I want to have that intimate relationship with the woman, that's that's where I define exclusivity. You know, before intimacy, when you decide that okay, this this is going to make it to and, that level. And, and here's the difference, though. Okay, and we we may agree or disagree with that, but intimacy doesn't mean sex. Okay. Okay. We'll because I've, that too. I've I've had sex with women and it's not been intimate. <laughs> I, yes, you're right. I would argue <laughs> with that because anytime you anytime you get to the point of sex, that's intimacy. Whether it's love or like or lust, it's still, in my opinion, an intimate moment between two people. Okay. In a private setting, so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean that that could be a, that's a great argument. What, right. What is you know there are some people that go, you know, oh, it's just sex. You know, right. I'm going to date ten or twelve people. I'm going to continue to to be in a situationship. I don't want to settle down with anybody. And we men and women need that. Yes. That that emo that feeling. What I say intimate, because I don't go into that half-heartedly. Well, and I, I won't disagree with you there, okay? But there are, I mean, I've had sex on my first dates a couple more times than you have. We've talked about this in the past. Yes. yes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just threw me under the bus with a picker thing. I know. I'm sorry. That was my bad. <laughs> anyway. But no, it. you know, we talk about this and... It's sort of like when you go on a date, you know, and you think everything feels good and it's starting out well, but then it just kind of falls flat, 
Okay. Right. Okay. It happens to all of us, right? So sometimes when you go out with someone and then you go out again on a second date and then a third date and then you go to have sex, what happens when it falls flat during sex? Yes. Yes. Well, you know, that Th happens. Exactly. And so that's where it's like, okay, that's not intimacy because if it was, it wouldn't have fallen flat. Right. Well, it just turned into a red flag instead of you know, <laughs> an encounter. You know, it, it has happened. I, you know, yeah, I yeah, it that. does. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's my point is, is sometimes you can have sex with someone and it may be pleasurable, but it doesn't have the same feeling. It doesn't have the emotional connection. Exactly. Yes. And that's the difference, in my opinion, between sex and intimacy. So, and I get that, but if, so to, to turn that, to get to the point of sex or intimacy. Right. You're already done with talking to other people. Yeah, I am. Yes. I am. Yeah. Other people are not. See, I am. I'm, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I would date, and it's a struggle because I don't like to do the same thing you do. You know, when I start talking to somebody, if we kind of hit it off, even just texting before we even meet, and I'm like, hey, this is really cool. You know, she's responsive. She's she cut, you know, whatever. Right. right. It, it's throwing out my green flags. I'm already at that point, even before we meet, thinking, all right. You know, and then we're going to start doing the judging thing. Do I want to, you know, right. but still keep, still keep the ball rolling right. on however many first date. If the first date goes incredible, then I'm, I'm done. Right. I would have said earlier, the minute intimacy happens, it's, it's immediately exclusive to me. Right. Right. You know, but that doesn't, I'm gonna be, but what if it's not to her? Well, then my picker's broke again. <laughs> because if I felt it and she didn't, right. then again, you, you can be intimate with, with someone and not feel the emotional connection with them. And then the relationship's going to fall fat really flat really quick. Right. But I'm not going to be, even if that happens, it's always first time jitters or whatever. Right. You know, you really don't know each other. So you kind of fumble it a little bit. You know, I'm not going to just give up on that. I'm, if I made it to a point to be in intimate with this person, I'm going to try to see how far, how much farther it goes. I'm not just going to go, oh, well, that sucked. I'm done, you know? Right. And fall back on whatever, the other person that I was talking to or, you know. Right. So that's where my, 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 I'm done. Right. Well, it comes uh, that. but so, and that, you know, so a good example, and the reason this question was asked is if you were in a relationship where you both said you're in a relationship, but yet they were still seeing other people. 
because they thought it was okay to see other people because they didn't say exclusive. They just said in a relationship. What's wrong with that? Well, they need to define that because if anybody said to me, we're, we're in a relationship, the word exclusive is going to come out of my mouth. Right. I'm going to say, yes, we are exclusive. Are you ready to be in an exclusive relationship? <laughs> right. And if, and if they hesitate, but the, uh, yeah, yeah, they do that. And I'm like, hold on. Yeah. Don't say what, you know, what you want me to hear. This isn't going to go, this isn't going to get into an argument. You need to tell me how you feel. Right. And how, you know, we need to clear the air. We need to communicate that. Cause I've had that happen before. Right. I'm like, I'm not the kind of guy that likes to date around and sleep around. I don't, you know, I like to sleep around, but with one person, you know, right. right. I don't want to go through all that. Well, you know, and it's funny cause I actually dated a girl one time who said that she would have sex with multiple guys, but the only way you know if she was exclusive is she would let you have sex without a condom. Oh, okay. That was the, her definition of exclusive because, you know. Interesting. I know. I was like, what? Oh, okay. You know what? That's not so far-fetched. It really isn't. I, I know, still a little crazy. I'm not going to judge. That, I know. Yeah, but, you know, that, that's a different way of looking at it. I but, mean, most people go, oh, my God, just because you had sex with somebody, you're going to stop having sex with everybody else? In, in this current society, population, whatever, culture, it's actually pretty common for people to be having sex with multiple people. Extremely I will ha- common. I, yeah, I will have to hand it to this lady. At least she said, you know, it's going to be a condiment for every guy unless he's, you know. So she's got a little precautionary safety going on there, but still. Right. So she immediately, the minute the condom comes off, that's her definition. And she probably communicated that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, she if he did. was pushing her, she'd go, no, no. Because when that happens, we're going to be exclusive. And, and I'm not ready to be exclusive with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, if yeah. he was ready, then off it goes. But, you know. Right. So, But if he pulls it off, she would probably be, you know, like, hey, nope. Sorry, we're done. You know, take a hike, buddy. Well, yeah, that's sad. Yeah, I know. That's just that's just playing games there. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I would have, that. that's where my, it's really hard to juggle you know, when you're online and you meet somebody, you're texting them, then you're texting somebody else, or you're texting two or three or four or five people. Right. And you got to, if they send you a text message and ask you a question, you got to read back into several texts to make sure that you're answering the question, you know, <laughs> and you try to stay on the same page with all of right, them, but it's right. not, you know. Right. Then you're not, then that's that old phrase is you're, you're, out there to impress. You're not actually being who you are. Right. You're you're doing anything to impress them. So you're basically lying and whatever. Right. I don't know if it's considered lying, but you know, you're really not saying anything derogatory. You know, I'm not gonna tell a woman that I'm texting, yeah, I'm six foot tall. <laughs> you know? People have said it. Hey, well, uh uh 
somebody came on this podcast and said some guy lied about his age, lied about his height. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he was in his 70s, and he started crying on the first date. Remember Abigail yeah. telling us that? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Like, oh, my, why would you do that? I know. So I, I mean, there's a couple of times I've gone out on first dates where they literally misrepresented themselves on all facets of the deal. Right. The yeah. pictures were 20 years old, you know, that kind of stuff. And you're like, I'm already, you know, I know. There ain't going to be no exclusivity here. <laughs> you know. I'm sorry, but if you have to lie to go on a date, yeah, you, you don't start off a relationship lying. I'm sorry, people, but right. y'all need to get it through your head. So yeah. I got I to gotta tell you this. I thought this was really funny. I actually found uh, an article that says, what is a situationship? Okay. You ready for this? Yes. A situationship is a undefined romantic relationship that exists somewhere in between a casual hookup and a committed relationship. Okay. And I was like, but okay, the situationship offers flexibility to come and go as you please. <laughs> come and go. <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> but see, in those situationships, people don't talk about long-term goals. They don't talk about feelings or emotions. No. They, they just talk about work. They talk about just general life situations. They don't, you know. Right. They're not on a date discussing another guy or girl. They're not, you know, right. they don't talk too much about their family. So you don't get to know them on an intimate level. You don't get to know their friends, their family, something like that. You go out on a date, you go have dinner, you go to a movie, you go to a play. After that, you come back, whoever's place, have a little, you know, fun in the, in the sheets. And then one of you leaves. Right. See, and it's funny because uh, I, I'll give a I'll give it a little credit. A situationship is a step above what you'd call a friends with benefits because at least there's some emotional attachment. You think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's two people in a kind of romantic. You know, they want to do more than just have sex. They want to go out on dates, treat each other like they're in a relationship, but without the exclusivity, in my opinion. Well, what are friends with benefits? That's the same principle in uh -huh. your friends. Yeah, friends with benefits friends, a little different. So friends with benefits is just, oh, we're good buddies and I just need to get off tonight, so come on over. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I don't have any of those. <laughs> Me either, man. Me either. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> that seems a lot. Would old. you tell me if you did? Yes. <laughs> I, okay. I would. Oh, I know you would. I'm just being smart. I would I'm just be, being I'm, snarky. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be proud of it in a way. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, well. <laughs> We talk about that off the air. Yeah, exactly. Okay, there you go. <laughs> but those those things, all of them, friends with benefits, situationships, it just it's too shallow. Yes, if that makes any sense. It's just for me, it's just too shallow. 
the emotional connection, you know, I've always said that about me. I'm highly emotional more than most men, which is probably a bad or good thing. But, you know, my father was not always present to teach me the manly, manly things that you need to learn. Yeah. So yeah. I'm having to learn in the hard way now by doing it on my own. Right. Right. <clears throat> Trying to pull back in my masculinity. That being said, any relationship that I get into is going to be emotional if it lasts more than a couple of dates. Right. You know, because I'm, I'll flat out tell a girl on the first date, we ain't going, we're not going to bed. That's, we need to get to know each other on an emotional level first. And then we can, you know, right. get into that. Right. Because, yeah, I don't, I'm not just a one night stander kind of, never was. Right. Even when I was in my 20s and, you know, would jump anything, I was never like that. And as you know, the funny thing is, is my last two first dates could have ended in sex on the first date. But I, I did like you. I held back. So it's tough. Sometimes it's tough. Uh, yeah, but, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, you know, if, just... if I was actually on a date and saw that many red flags, but she was extremely attractive, I don't know how good I would be if we jumped in the sheets. But I don't know if I'd say no because I know that you know I don't know if I would ever do that, but. She'd have to be, it'd have to be Jenny McCarthy. You know. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, I think it's just a challenge. I mean, that's why a lot of people are asking these questions. Because it's just, depending on where you live, depending on who your friends are, what kind of people you're surrounded by. You know, who you go out on dates with, what's your, you know, what kind of culture you're exposed to, I think determines a lot of that as well. Right. You know, I'm, I'm a little more conservative when it comes to dating. Um, right. Is that the proper term? Picky? I don't know. Define it. Picky? You're picky. Yes. You're you know, very picky. Conservative. That's not a bad thing, right? I'm I'm saying conservative in another in in the form that I'm I'm picky and I'm a little more slow to move on certain things. You know, I'm, I'm not. You know, I it's like if you're a conservative spender, you you don't like just go out and you just like constantly buying shit. You you right. think about it, you plan it, whatever. You know, you're a little more. So that that's what I meant by you know kind of a conservative date or whatever. I'm, I'm I'm you know just don't I don't go out and buy the first thing that I see. I generally do a little research, uh, you know, right, and things like that. And that's what I meant by that. Nothing political. See, let's just be clear. And, and that makes sense. And I've always admired you for the fact that you can spot the red flags that you can't handle quickly. I try. You know you do better at it than I do. Right. You know, because I might hang around a little bit longer to see, are these just, she thought it was impressive kind of thing, and it's really not who she is, because I want to get to know who she is. Right. There's been some that right off the bat, it was like, oh, no, 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 no. Right. You know, that, you know. But see, and so I think it's interesting, because do you, 
and you can disagree with me. This is more of a question. It's not necessarily that I think this about you, but it's a question. It's just a kind of in your thought, in your head. All right. Do you think you may see them more as like an orange flag instead of a red flag? And you're like, I can fix that. <laughs> I don't know if I actually <laughs> say it like that in my head, but I'm sure because I'm, uh, you know, an empathetic overthinker, I'm sure I think, oh, yeah, this this is the ultimate victim. I can fix it. <laughs> You know, I, it, it was a question because I know so no, men are fixers. That's why I'm saying, yeah. you know, do we all do that? You know? Yes. Well, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say all of us. Right. Empathetic people, overthinkers, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're more prone to be fixers. Right. And yeah, I was a fixer, you know, back in the day. I'm not so much now, I, you know. I've learned that I can't fix people. The only person I need to fix is myself. Well, it took me, you know, forever long to figure that out, <laughs> but I still have that instinct, that in- intuitiveness. Yes. To levitate towards people that are that are hurting or in a bad place or, you know, right. The ones who create drama, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I was <laughs> bad about that years ago. Now I'm more like uh can't help you. You better stand on your own two feet. Right. What happened to my, you know, that's why I'll never have a sugar mama. Because they don't need fixing. Uh, that's a good point. Well, they might need emotional fixing, but for the most part, they're pretty yeah, solid. They're pretty solid. You're right. Yeah. 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 They, don't, they don't need a weasel like me going, are you okay, honey? How can I help? You know, that kind of stupid thing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. You might meet that woman who's like, you know, I don't need fixing, but I'll let him think he's fixing me just to have him around. Hey, well, you know what? If they want me around, they can do whatever they want if they treat me right. Exactly. And I'm not talking about the bedroom. I'm talking about respect. Integrity. Integrity right here. Boom. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Respect is a big deal. You could even say that. In the start of a, a dating relationship. Right. If he or she shows the other person respect on a first date, you might overlook those yellow flags or orange flags or even some small red flags. Right. You know. Right. So. I smoked for years and people say, I'll never date anybody that smoked. And I've dated people for a year or two and I smoked. Right. And they never complained. But before that, they said they would never smoke. One of my best friends, Daniel Mayer, he's a chiropractor up out of San Antonio right. to game pass. He said, I will never date a smoker. He'd been married for 15 years. <laughs> That's she still funny. smokes. That is funny. So, you know, right. we all have, and I only brought that up because I know that's one of your done deals. You right. smoke, we're done. Right. right. So you just talk, see, nowadays you can, you can fix that. Don't try to get her to quit. Just have her start vaping so she doesn't stink and smell like cigarettes. Okay. There you go. Uh, okay. <laughs> that is that still a no? Is that it's why still you're a giving no. me the old? Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's still a no. 
Sorry. See, smokers have addictive personalities, and you want a woman that's addicted to you. I already had that once. Oh, well, it didn't work out for you? No. Because when the oh, addiction well. breaks, there's resentment. <laughs> well, good point. Excellent point. Okay. That's when you go to... <laughs> R.A. Relationships Anonymous? Oh, no, I was going to say J.A. <laughs> J.A.? <laughs> There's a therapist that leads that one, you know. No, I'm just kidding. J.A. <laughs> J.'s you Anonymous. You tell everybody what J.A. is. J.'s Anonymous. <laughs> J.'s <yeah>. Anonymous. <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyway, J O J Z. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. So okay, I got I got something funny. Oh no. What? We had a freeze. Oh, did we? We had a freeze. Oh. Did it freeze on your end? I don't know. I hope it doesn't freeze on on the regular podcast because mine froze for a second. But oh. anyway, I'm sorry, I missed it. I was laughing J- so hard. J O J O Jay's out of here. I don't know if they heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did hear that. So but okay. Yeah, I just can't, I, I, I don't know how they do. I don't know how, you know, I used to hang around some awesome people and they're still awesome. And I have bitched about them and I have said bad things about them, <laughs> but they're still deep down good people. But I have watched a guy literally pull over on the side of the road and say, Nick, I need you to drive because he's texting six different women at the same time. And two of them were married. Oof. And did not care. Yeah, no. You know? Yeah. That is that a situation ship? How many marriages do you know? And I've kind of heard this here and there sporadically that they're married but they're bored with each other. So if he goes out and does a little hanky panky every now and again and doesn't bring it home and doesn't talk about it and doesn't disappear on weekends and fall in love with her, so be it. You know, or she gets to go out and, you know, when they have their girls' night out, she can go get a hookup if she wants to, as long as it's protected and all that. And they don't talk about it. I've heard people doing that. I know. What they is do. that? Wouldn't you call that then a situation ship, even though they have the license? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, in my, in my opinion, you know, you know, you don't have a true commitment in that situation. They may say they do, but it's. It, it almost like it's like a marriage out of convenience instead of a marriage out of love. Because yeah, if you're right, if if it was love, would you really want to put yourself at risk for developing feelings or an intip- intimacy with someone else? Well, let's say you've been married for a hundred thousand years, right? You've been married a long time, right? And yes, if you don't work on your relationship, your feelings are going to start to fade, right? You know, the sex was wonderful in the beginning. It's tapered down. Now you're down to once every couple months or three months or whatever the situation is. Right. Then it gets to a point where you're just not doing it at all. Right. Right. At that point, it's a marriage of convenience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why are you staying together? Well, I love you. Well, I I know, but if you love me enough, you'll sit down and we need to work this out. We need to have a schedule. We need to communicate because I'm lacking attention. Right. And I need attention. So now, if you're going to hire somebody to do that for you, that's on you, right? I, per- you know what I'm saying. I want you back the way it was when we first got together, right? 
So there you can are, do that 30 years ago. There are people, though. Let's just be honest. There are people who will be like, look, I'm not happy. You're not happy. But I don't want a divorce because I don't want to have to pay somebody. You don't want to give up your lifestyle. So I'll have my side fling. You have your side fling. And we'll just live our life the way we're living our life. Right. You know, don't flaunt it in front of the other. I've seen him yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't, don't flaunt bring him it. or her to the house. Right, and, yeah. exactly. But but the point is, it's it's a marriage out of convenience at that point. It's not a marriage of love. The guy doesn't right. want to divorce the girl because he doesn't want to give up half, and the girl doesn't want to leave because she knows her lifestyle will change even if she gets half. She still knows her lifestyle will change. Even if she makes more money than he does, yes. her lifestyle is going to change. Yes. You know, and there are people that do that. Yes. It's, so it's, it's know, a marriage of convenience. Yeah. I, I do think they still love one another. Because if they didn't, they would say, let's part ways. I think <sighs> there's still something in their heart yes. for one another. But I think it's more of a love friendship not love and intimacy yeah okay because like okay you know good example you know if you talk to my ex-wife she will tell you that she she still loves me but not as a husband not as whatever she's loves the fact that i'm a good father to her children okay right and you can't just turn off the fact that you love someone. So you still care what happens to them. You don't want anything bad to happen to them. Okay? Right. Now, there are certain situations, bad divorces, where it just gets ugly. And, yeah, you fall out. Yeah, I know. I wasn't going to throw you under the bus. So. That's all right. I'll, it's okay because I'm going to have a snarky retort for that here in a second. No, but... But there are plenty of people who get divorced who still care about what happens to their ex. They don't want they don't want anything to do with them anymore, but they don't necessarily want anything bad to happen to them. Right. Okay. Well see yeah. Go ahead. I've been married twice. Yes. My first wife, I loved her. I love her. I'll always love her. Right. You know, and I had this conversation a while back about, well, I said something like that. I, I will always love you. Right. You know, and her response is, well, you'll always love Pam and you'll always love Christy. That's just part of the deal. You know, you fell in love with us once and you're not love. I'm like, oh, I love Pam. Always loved her. Always will love her. Christy, on the other hand, she's the mother of my children and I don't want death happening to her. <laughs> but I want enough weight on her shoulders to suffer a little bit for all the pain that we've caused one another. Right. But can I say I still love her only as the mother to my children? And that's it. Yeah. You, you, yeah. That's I know. it. I know. Now, don't get me wrong. If, if she is broke on the side of the road and she called me in the middle of the night, 
yes, I would go over there and, I, you know. You'd pick her but, up and you'd take her to her sister's house because you ain't bringing her back home. Anyway, sorry. That's right. <laughs> if you need to be hospitalized, I'll take you to the hospital. Right. I'll check you in. Yeah. And then I'm out. Yeah, exactly. No, you're on your own after that. You need to ride home, call me. Right. <clears throat> but I'm not going to, you know. I know. I'm not going to go water your plants and feed your animals. I'm not. No. 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 Yeah. yeah. We're past that point, if Pam, people. If Pam was still alive, yes. You right. Know, and, and some past loves. Right. Absolutely. You know, if I had the opportunity and they were in trouble and I could help them. Right. You know, I would. Right. Sometimes you can't, you know, if you get that phone call. But for the most part, I would. Right. You know? So, see, but that's a that's a good point, though. I mean, you know, that goes back to our definition of love from two weeks ago. You know, it's, you know, three weeks ago, something like that. You know, it's, yeah. When you love someone, there are different stages, different kinds of love, and yeah, it's it's all good. So I yeah. was reading here, and it's talking about recognizing situationships. And there's no standard definition of a situationship, but here's some telltale signs. Okay? Oh, you no. tell me if you can relate. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm scared to hear this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you are confused about what you are. That's an excellent way to put it. Okay, now... This is really interesting on this one because if you're confused about what you are, this is where people will label you as needy because you're trying to get an understanding of where you are with a person. And right. so you're trying to get more information. You're trying to put more effort into feeling, okay, where am I at? So you give a little more into it, and so it makes you come off as needy. Like I said, yes. they're not meeting your needs. They didn't let you know where you stand, so it's not your fault. It's their fault. Right. You know, just my opinion. I, I agree with it. I've been there. Okay. Um, plans are mostly last minute or short term. Huh. Makes sense. Yeah, because if she's dating another guy, she's waiting till the other guy either cancels or whatever, and then she's you're the backup. Or vice versa, yes. Or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh emotional connection feels shallow. And this was where I said sex versus intimacy. If it's right. shadow, you don't have that emotional connection, which really you can't have intimacy without an emotional connection. See, so I'm struggling with the way we're wording that. I would say sex versus lovemaking because I still think having sex is intimate. Okay. Uh, I, I don't mind so, wording it like that. I'm good with that. You know. Yeah. I don't know. And I could be wrong. I'm just saying for me intimacy yeah. is one or the other right you know even if it's you know passionate stuff going on in the bathroom at a club that's still intimate between two people right right when you're gonna insert yourself into somebody 
that's intimate, whether it's over the top, crazy passion or whatever. Do you think friends with benefits are intimate? Yes. Okay. There are a lot of people that would disagree. Well, and that's where we need to get into it. Send us an email because I think that all of it is intimate. Okay. We need to look up the definition of intimacy. Okay. I'll let you do that. I'm working on it. Okay. Um, The relationship, of course, is not exclusive. That's pretty straightforward. And there is no future on the horizon. That's the last one that they they put here. You know, the biggest thing, I think, and this is a great point to the differences between situation and, and, and relation, is... They, they say it very plainly and boldly. Communicate openly, not passively. I don't know how that would work. Well, okay. Because, if you're, if pa- you're in a situation, you want to be passive. Right, right. So if they're being passive with you, then that's a flag that you're in a situation. Oh, I got you. Okay, I yeah, got it. Yeah, I, I, Spun that backwards. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. If you want to be in an exclusive, be open about it. Be upfront right. about Communicate. it. Communicate. Communicate. Don't be passive about it. Don't say, you know, don't kind of just hint around. Don't kind of, you know, oh, I thought it was right. understood. No, no, no. Nothing's ever understood anymore. Make sure you're open and about it and talk about it. Communicate about it. So we have a friend, very close friend. That that's she's too independent to want a full time relationship, but she does want intimacy. Really, it was actually said like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was back then, though. But I argued the point: you just haven't met the right person yet. Right. You know, you might be independent, but you might find the right person that thrives on your independence and you could still be exclusive and she's like well i haven't found that yet right well and so, you know that's a good point if you think about it it's sort of like the people who work a lot if you are working a lot and you know you, you know you're like well i you know people will complain that you know you, well, you're never home or you're never this and we there's right. you know we don't we don't connect and it's like, you know, if he really or she really felt that connection, truly felt, don't you think they would actually find a way for work-life balance? Yes. You have to. Right. But if they haven't found that person, why would they? Well, I mean, if they're living with somebody, they're deciding that that's their person, make it work. Right. Sit down and discuss it. I'm not always right. You're not always right. You're not always wrong. I'm not always wrong. Where wait, is that wait, happy wait, wait. Hold on a second. I'm always right. Oh. <laughs> Hence the fact you're single. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> Hence the fact that you're not having intimacy, which I'm about to read. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So intimacy is a noun. Wait, it, and and it I, says. Hold on, hold on. Before you move on. Oh, okay. I just wanted to let you know I do identify as a woman, and that's why I'm never wrong. 
Oh, well, I was identified as them the other day, so <laughs> I got confused because I kept arguing with myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. That was a cheap joke. I'm sorry, folks. It was. <laughs> oh, no, don't apologize for that. We're just we're that being fun. snarky to everybody. It's all right. Yeah, I know. It's good. It's good. Okay, go ahead. Next. Take it lightheartedly. We're just having a good time it's being a, silly. It's a joke. It's comedy. Come on. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would love to be a woman. Uh. I mean, I don't want to go through the process and all that stuff because, God forbid, yeah, looking like a woman, that's just not going to cut it. But <laughs> yes, he would love to be able to. In. Yeah, he'd love to feel his own tits. I know. Yeah, go ahead. Anyway, yeah, next well, there, intimacy. There you have it. <laughs> no, what's the? It, it's not Star Trek. It's not Star Wars. It's Deep Space Nine, or it's one of those sci-fi movies where the host gets put into different human bodies you're not talking about doctor who it, it might be i'm asking you uh, okay so like one this host lives for like 300 years but oh the i know what you're life. talking about yeah deep space nine so they put yeah. deep space nine there you go yeah, yeah. star trek <clears throat> start yeah there you go yeah and i'm saying i'm like wow wouldn't that be cool right because he was a man an older very educated professor right and then that body was shunned and that now he's a young uh warrior female type of you know yeah, policeman yeah. kind of thing yeah right like he went from one extreme to the other and i'm like yeah exactly that, see our oh well you're a millennial so i can't give you shit whatever i, I am not gen X's. yeah i'm gen xer you're a gen x yeah okay so the millennials <laughs> i'm just kind of covering that because i don't want you coming back at me the millennials think that in real life they can do that. That's what's going on. I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool if you could host a different body? So anyway, let's get back to the <laughs> definition of intimacy. Okay. <laughs> when, when Jay's done laughing, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Jay talk. Nick just pissed off half our fans. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I didn't. I didn't piss anybody off. I mess with what you do. Everybody's going, like, that guy's some kind of screwed up. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They all know you. Yeah. You know, you know, Paul's cracking up. If he was on here, he'd be throwing down. I know. I know. So, so intimacy, the definition, <laughs> there's actually three short ones. <laughs> We're never gonna get I'm sorry, but I had a really bad thought in my head. I just, it really just, I just had this really horrible thought. <laughs> I'm trying to move forward, people. Jay's not letting me because he can't figure out whether he's a man or a woman. <laughs> okay, let's move forward. Intimacy. Intimacy, the definition. Close familiarity or friendship closeness. Okay. Okay. A private cozy atmosphere the room has a peaceful sense of intimacy about it okay here's the one that is me an intimate act especially sexual intercourse okay they don't say love making they don't sexual intercourse well but intimacy. it says like sexual intercourse it doesn't say that sexual intercourse is always it intimate an intimate act, like especially, oh, especially, especially sexual intercourse. So the intimate feel, familiarity, close familiarity, and friendship closeness. The intimate, 
see between a husband and a wife. Right. And then then it goes on. Okay. So. So. Determine your relationship. Yeah. It's yeah. So it does. It does say physical or emotional. An intimate relationship is an interpersonal relationship that involves physical or emotional intimacy. Right. You know, and, and I could read on, but yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so I, I'm I struggle with the word intimacy when it comes to that. Okay. If you're ever sexual in any form or fashion, that to, in my mind is extremely intimate. Okay. Well, and it's funny you say that because I'm actually looking at uh, websites called every everydayhealth.com. Okay. And they define sex is a physical act. Intimacy right. is an emotional connection. Men, right there. Men who can't get an erection after extensive cancer can be intimate both emotionally and physically, even though they're not having sex. Yes. Right. But they're not tied together. Okay. Yeah. You know? So that's their definition. I'm just telling you, you know, because it's like, you know, we're talking about these situationships and relationships, but a lot of what defines your situationship and relationship is the intimacy, the sex, and some of the other things, the factors that go along with this. People yes. may have thought we've been going off on a side tangent, but no, it pulls back in together, folks. You really need to think yeah. about that. Yes. You know. I'm not I'm not one for one night stands and hookups and stuff like that. That doesn't appeal to me even when I was in my twenties and I would hump a tree. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> I'm just in the mode to make Jay laugh because you know he's he's got the giggles tonight. Oh uh, yeah, I do. I mean, well, I had a really nasty thought, a really bad thought earlier, and it's it's just really horrible. So that, it, you, are you gonna tell us? I'm probably going to piss on, people Jay. off if I make it. I make the comment. You know what? You said I've done pissed everybody off, so when uh, you, they're, they're going to focus on me. Uh, uh, well, I made don't the comment. Do it if you don't feel right. Uh, I, I made the joke earlier that, you know, I identify as a woman. Right. I, I just mean I also identify as a lesbian because I like women. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That was what you were afraid to say? I don't know why I'm afraid people would be offended by that, but the, for some reason in my head, I'm like, oh, damn it, you know? I am a lesbian because I love me some women. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not trying to offend any of the LBGTQ uh, group, but I mean, come on, that was funny shit. I'm just saying. Damn, you spit that out well. <laughs> you did. You said that just right. I don't think anybody's going to be offended by that. I don't, I've heard I, it. Oh no! Yeah, I know, I know. Some people will be in this culture, though. It's really hard to know when people are going to be pissed off. You know, it's it's just funny. It really is. You just never know anymore. You know, I've I've stopped being politically correct. I I I don't know that I ever started. So I don't know. It's but it's funny. I don't either. Yeah, because I I don't have a problem saying it either. You know, (laughs) and and it's not intent to. To lash out or hurt somebody's no, feelings. No, but, it's yeah, it's it's just for a, yeah. Know. Come on, have a little smile. Come on, yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. A fake one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that cracks me up. People do that. Anyway. Wow, really? <laughs> anyway. No, it, it's funny. Yeah. Go ahead. So coming down to all this, my thought process is on the situationship is it's just too much work. I don't think it's worth it for the, you know, I do. I, I'm, I'm starting to enjoy when I have my alone time. Right. You know, if, if I was, if I was in a house right now and I was living with somebody, I would still want some alone time. Right. You know, not like I want to go out to a bar and just, I'm talking about for I don't know how many months when I wasn't dating anybody or doing anything, I was here in my room watching TV. I was doing laundry and stuff on the weekends. I go to the grocery store, just me. No, let's see what's going on tonight, Friday night. You know, just go to a, none of that. Right. It pick my shows or pick my movies or read a book or listen to a book. You know. Right. Or surf the internet. Just me by myself. I'm I'm starting to really enjoy that. Right. You know. If I was living with somebody, I would have to set that boundary of, hey, I still need my me time. And my me time doesn't consist of me going somewhere. It's just, you know, me kick back in my chair watching TV or surfing the internet. But I want it to be, you know. Right. Well, it's, it's sort of like the, a good example of a great situation in, that, in, in what you're talking about. Not trying to talk about situationship. I'm just talking about a situation. Um, I want to sit down. I want to watch my favorite episode of Yellowstone. Right. If you want to sit down and watch it with me and not say anything so I can enjoy it, but we are still together, I'm okay with that. If you want to sit down and read a book... And let me watch my show without interrupting. I'm okay with that. It's not like they have to leave. They just have to let you have your moment. Yes. You know, it's, it's, and that, I think that's what a lot of people misunderstand. You know, one of the things me and my ex-wife used to do, it was, this is funny. And I'm, this is, I don't talk. I try not to talk bad about my ex-wife very very much. You know I don't. I, I try to avoid that. Right. But this was a really funny story, and I'll share this with you guys. Um, I used to play video games pretty hardcore. Um, yes. Call of Duty, okay? It was my big one for a while. So I would sit in my recliner, and I would play Call of Duty. She would sit in her recliner next to me, she would read a book. Okay? Right. She, used to, she, she started complaining because I wasn't giving her any attention. So I put the game down and started to talk to her. And she looked at me and she said, I'm reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> She wasn't very clear on what kind of attention she was seeking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. You know, I, I know. Maybe she wanted you to get up and clean the kitchen, kind of attention. I yeah, I know. 
I know, but if you're not acts clear, acts of service. Yeah, acts yeah. of service. It obviously wasn't words of affirmation. Yeah. So, right. But see, that's the funny thing is, is you know, I was there. I wasn't out, you know, at a bar yeah. with another guy doing anything like that. And and the guy I was playing Call of Duty with was somebody's house that we went to for Thanksgiving. So it's a friend of the family, and it was a friend of hers. It's not like it's some stranger, you know, you know what I mean? So, but it's really funny. So it's, you have to look at that, you know, because there are situations where, you know, us guys, we like to just unplug. We've had a rough day at work and, you know, we just want an hour to unplug. Most of the time I would do that at nine o'clock at night. Kids are supposed to be in bed. I just want to unplug, you know, she could be reading her book. Okay, what's wrong with me, you know, playing my video game if you're reading a book? I just think she didn't communicate what type of attention she was seeking. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, I tried to give her that attention, and she's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm reading a book. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be, it could, like I said, it could be cleaning the kitchen. It could, it could be anything. It depends on what love language her, her, it, her cup Whatever love language cup was empty. Right. 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 She needed that cup filled. She didn't know how to tell you, hey, my acts of service cup is empty. She didn't even know what her love language was. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but that's the way I want to end it off. Yeah. That, 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 I just wanted to share that story because it's funny because that happens a lot more times than we, we talk about, you know? Right. And uh, some couples are perfectly happy just being in the same room. They don't have to be doing the same thing. Right. You know, and that's that's kind of that acceptance like, okay, you're not out somewhere else cheating on me, but I don't necessarily have to have you up in my shit all the time. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I was in a great relationship where all I had to do was be in in the room. Like, I could be sitting on the couch watching TV, and she'd be doing whatever she's doing, as long as we're in the same room. Right. You know, and that was great. Right. It was awesome. Right. You know? But right. when they want you, oh, come on, get up and do, I want you to do this with me. I want to go, you know, I want to go, you know. And you do those things to a certain degree, but there needs to be that time. Yes. Yeah. And all this falls back to a situationship. I can't do it. I don't want to do it, even though I enjoy my independence when I have it. Right. You know, my, my solitude or my quiet. Right. I still couldn't be. I, no, I can't do it. I would rather tell her, you need to get out of the room. You know. Right. Leave me alone. Right. And get in an argument about that than to wait around and then, you know, start texting. Okay, I'm ready for some attention. So I'm going to text the four or five situationships that I'm in and find out which one can go out Friday night. Right. You know, that it just doesn't feel right. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's I agree the baby you. boomer in me because we didn't, you know, I'm, I'm, I beat the cusp. I'm the baby boomer by three months. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're going to be extinct here in about 10 years. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe 20 years. 63. Yeah. And but, I'm 60. Yeah. So, but, okay, 20. I'll give you 20. Is your mama? My boom? mother's 81. Yeah, she's a baby boomer. Okay. 
and she's 80. Yeah. So, yeah, well, but she's probably going to live to like 130. That, you know, she's <laughs> no, tough no. as this. Even the good Lord's like, I'm keeping you right here, young lady. Yeah, there you go, right? So, I, I need you to spread love around the world. She actually, and I, I don't mean to cut this in, but my mother at almost 81 years old, she'll be 81 in June, July. She shot, she played in a golf tournament today and won a lot of awards. Let's put it that way. Closest right. to the pin kind of thing, you know. Right. At 80 years old, it's phenomenal. Right. She's going to, yeah, she's a baby. Boy. Yeah. She's going to kick my ass on my birthday. I know. <laughs> oh, we got to set that up too. Yeah. <laughs> so, round of golf with, round of golf with my mother. Exactly. And get more fun. Nope. Nope. While she whips our ass up and down the course. I know. <laughs> Good course. I know. Oh, well. So, it's all good. Nothing but love for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not into the situation ship. I don't mind talking about it, discussing it, learning a little bit about it, but it's just not for me. Right. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just tough. I, I, me, it's it's you either go dating or relationship. If you're in right. a relationship, you're exclusive. If you're dating, you're not. It's very right. cut and dry for me. I don't have anything else. And sorry, I don't do the yeah. friends with benefits. Yeah. So, <clears throat> not that I have any friends that would want to do that in the first place, but I'm just saying. I'm just. <laughs> oh, but you do. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Quick so, you never got a knock on the door. Hey, I'm just here for 15 minutes. Let's hurry up. Let's get it done. Uh, no, never had that call, man. Damn it. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, well. Last, fin last comments for the crowd. I only have one thing to say at this point, brother. I love you with all my heart. Yep. I love you too. And of course, we love our fans. So, uh, absolutely do. Yep. Keep listening, keep following. 